Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, about 13 minutes, but every day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word, and that's crucial for the strength and development and continued growth of our faith. Because faith tells us, or the scriptures tell us, that faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. But being in God's Word every day also helps keep us focused on our spiritual life and upon our relationship with God. And that's important for us. Now, you know people in your life who need to change their focus, don't you? They need to start thinking about their faith, their strength, spiritually, and their relationship with God. Help them by sharing these short studies with them through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody turn their life around, come closer to God, you may help somebody ultimately get to heaven. What a great blessing that will be for them and for you. So start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to move right along in our line of thought and study, talking about how we need to be strong in the Lord. Our basic text for this particular study is found in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10, where the apostle Paul tells the congregation, the members of the church there in Ephesus, but it's to all of us as well. Be strong in the Lord. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. A whole lot of times we try to handle things that confront us in life that are pretty serious challenges. A lot of cases, big challenges and maybe extended challenges going on for quite a while. We try to handle them by ourselves. Well, Paul says, you face difficulties in life, that's going to be normal. You're going to have some illnesses. You're going to have some injuries. You're going to have some uh, challenges financially, and probably you're going to have some challenges relationally with different people in your life. And how many times do we hear about a husband and a wife divorcing or breaking up or separating or having real problems in their marriage relationship, or maybe between siblings, or maybe between children and their parents. Well, it goes on and on, doesn't it? Now, those things happen in this physical world, in our lives lived here. And Paul says, well, how do you face those? Be strong in the Lord. We talked about how he brought that out, that particular lesson that he had lived and learned in his own life in Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13, where he says, I, I've learned in whatever state I am to be content. Well, that's great, Paul. Tell me, how'd you learn that? What's the lesson? Well, he said, I know how to be up and I know how to be down. I know how to be full. I know how to be hungry. I know how to abound and I know how to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You see, the Christian, the faithful, dedicated Christian, he has an advantage over the rest of humanity when it comes to the challenges of life because he realizes this world, this physical life is not the end. This is not where it's really at for me. He remembers what the Apostle John said, in essence, in 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. Do not love the world. If you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. And then John went on and he talked about three major avenues of temptation the devil uses to try to pull us away from God and into sin and then ultimately to our eternal spiritual destruction in hell. 
He says the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, these things are of the world. They're not of the Father. And then he said this world is passing away. But if we're living with God, if we're walking with God in faithful obedience, then we're looking forward to everlasting life, eternal life with him in heaven. And that is forever and ever. So the Christian, the faithful, dedicated Christian knows, well, yeah, I I face some difficult times in this life. I'll probably face some more before my time in this world is up. But I'm not looking just here. This is not the end for me. I'm looking to the ultimate reward of my faithfulness and dedication to God through Jesus, and that's that eternal home in heaven. I'm looking forward to eternal life. So Paul says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Again, Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10. Now, we talked about how can I do that? Well, one way, he, he lays out there. God has provide, provided for you a whole suit of spiritual armor. And so Paul says, put it on. Put that armor on. Wear it every day. Make it a part of your life so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil or the schemings or the ways or whatever means the devil might use to try to pull you away from faithfulness to God and into sin and thereby your eternal condemnation. So put that, wear, wear that armor, put it on every day. And so he talks about <clears throat> the, um, the way, gird your weight, your waist with truth, put on the breastplate of righteousness, shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, take the shield of faith, and that's going to help you to stand strong against all the temptations the devil's going to throw, about, uh, throw at you. Put on the helmet of salvation and take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and continue in prayer always, every day, throughout the day. Now, the sword of the Spirit, the word of God, that's a second way we stand strong against the devil. That's the second way, a second way, that we can be strong in the Lord. We talk about that every day, but by way of introduction to today's Bible class, we talk about how our faith develops within us and how we grow stronger in our faith day by day as we stay in God's Word. And that's a lot of what today's Bible class is all about. Faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So the more we're in God's Word, the stronger we should be growing in our faith and certainly staying strong in our faith in God. So we need to be in God's word. The apostle Paul wrote in 2 Timothy 2 and verse 15, study or be diligent, depending on your translation there. Be diligent, study to present yourself approved before God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And the word of truth is God's word, John 17 and verse 17. And 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 22 and 23. Well, we, we need to be in God's word. We grow in our faith in God as we continue to study God's word. And so someone might say, well, yeah, I've, I've read it all the way through. Now what? Read it all the way through again. And then again, and then again, and then again. You will keep growing in your knowledge of God's word and thereby in your knowledge of God, and you will keep growing in strength in your faith. Be in God's word on a regular basis. Now, the devil's always 
always after us. Again, Peter wrote, described him as being like a roaring lion, walking about seeking whom he may devour. First Peter 5 and verse 8, but then in verse 9, he says, resist him steadfast in the faith. Steadfast in the faith. So we can resist the devil steadfastly, successfully, victoriously with God's help, with our Lord's help. Again, by being strong in the Lord. By relying upon our relationship with God through Jesus Christ, our Christianity, if you would, we can, we can do whatever we need to do by God's will through, the, through Jesus Christ who strengthens us. Again, Philippians 4 and verse 13. I want us to look at Revelation 12 and verse 9. Revelation 12 and verse 9. And here we're looking at, I believe, something that happened before God ever created mankind. And this would be in the spiritual realm in heaven. And so if you read the full text there, the full context, you find that there was war in heaven. In fact, verse 7 of Revelation 12 says, war broke out in heaven. And Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought, uh, but the dragon did not prevail. His angels, he and his angels, leading apparently a revolution in, in, in heaven or trying to, they did not prevail. They lost the war, and so they were cast out. In verse 9, it says, so the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan. So the devil... Satan. He was behind that move to try to usurp the throne of God. He lost badly. He and his followers lost badly. And so they were cast out. And notice it says the devil and Satan who deceives the whole world, he was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. So there the devil is identified directly and also, he's identified as the one who deceives the whole world. And let me tell you, he is great at deception. And right now, he has deceived a whole lot of the population of the world in one way or another. In our nation, and we've talked about this, we look around us right now, our nation is in turmoil. It is, it is just being torn apart from a cultural perspective. And there's so much violence, so much hatred, and so much direction of immorality being pushed upon us by some cultural and societal leaders who have great influence within our nation. And they are pushing hard and fast and more and more for us as a people, as a national identity, as a culture to move into more and more evil, wickedness, ungodliness. Now, a whole lot of them would say, what are you talking about? We're not, we're trying, we're trying to help people become more enlightened. You have already been taken in by the devil himself. You've fallen to his, uh, as his prey. You have, have, have been led into self-deception by thinking wrong is right and evil is good. And you've even gone to the point where you think good is evil now in a lot of cases. I mean, think about, think about some of the, 
movements to absolutely legalize, I mean, it's already legal on a statewide basis, but the whole idea of abortion and the extent to which abortion can be performed on a living fetus within the mother's womb, basically up until the point of delivery, and some even want it, and I believe in the state of New York, it's already passed, that even after the baby is born, it can be allowed to, it can be left to die. Now, you talk about heathenism, you talk about barbarity, we look back in the ancient world and we see that kind of practice, and we, we think, well, we've, we've gone a whole lot beyond that. We're a whole lot more sophisticated and, and, and more cultured and civilized than back then. Are we? It seems like we're falling back down into the depths of depravity to me. And I think a whole lot of people would agree with that. But that's just one example. One example. So this is where the devil does his work. This is his playground in this world, this physical world. And so this is where he comes to deceive us, to try to pull us away from God, away from godliness, away from morality. He wants to lead us farther and farther into sin. I want us to look at this a little bit further next time, but let's stop and pray now. Father, help us to open our eyes. Please protect us. Help us, give us your wisdom to see what the devil is trying to do and to walk away from it, to resist him, steadfast in the faith. Help us to be strong in the Lord, Father. Please forgive us and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.